Hi family. Hi, Hi. I was about to virtually storm off. Like these guys are keeping me waiting. I'm not having it. Uh, do you know what it is? <laughs> I was in, I was, I was on the wrong link. I was on the, on the I was on the next link. So I had to Jim. come off of that and then jump into here. I'm 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 a fob. Allow me. <laughs> you lot should be zoomed illiterate, literate, not illiterate. I know, isn't it? I know, I know. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Uh, it's a lot. How are you guys? Good, good. What are you saying? How are you? Busy, working, living, doing stuff. I just yeah. can't wait for all these rules to just chill. I know. I feel. Wait, 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 wait. Let me do my formal. Hi, this is Aquia Jaffe, founder of the British Blacklist. And I'm here with two people. Usually I only got one people person in the room. Now I've got two. And yeah. I'm going to leave them to introduce themselves. Because I'll just say that like, you're working a chippy on a Saturday and you ain't got no other skills. So. I do, I do. <laughs> exactly. So with... I'm Nathan Bryan. I'm a screenwriter, author, actor. And that's it. Uh, cool. I'm Samson Kyle. I'm a screenwriter, uh, actor, producer. Why are you stumbling? Because I couldn't <laughs> think that. Like, I was almost going to say author. It just sounds, just sounds official. Oh, well, you like... might, you might write, uh, you might write a book soon. And I'm going to throw in producer as well. I produce sometimes. Uh, yeah, 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 throw that in, man. Throw that yeah. in. This is the thing. Throw in the act. Throw in the skill sets. Because when I do the podcast, the circle with Leon, we mm. talk, Leon's claiming himself as a carpenter. I'm like, man, just build things from IKEA. Leon That's is a the, carpenter. Leon does everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, wait. That was quick, swiftest loyalty. I just, you just tried to be Leon's best friend. <laughs> but so do you, so do you. Thank you, thank you. I do build things from IKEA quite often. But welcome, guys. It's great to speak to you. Um, you guys are doing big things. How are you? Can both of you kind of like describe your life in a sentence or one word right now? Busy. Happy and busy. That's two words. You see, you already messed up the whole wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, will I do that again? Her busy. Her busy. Her busy. Yeah. Happy to busy. Okay. Uh, uh, a hundred. Oh. Oh, mysterious Samson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give her a bit of, put on, throw a bit of mystique in there, you know? Okay. <laughs> like so, extra. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What does one hundred mean, or do you, do you want to stay ambiguous? Yeah, it's just it's just it's just it's just a a, a hundred miles an hour, isn't it? You know, like now we're getting back to the sort of new normal. So just trying to you know get back to the way things were, essentially as difficult as that might be. But trying to yeah, there's just a bunch of things going on, man, and um trying to keep sane and joyous through all of it, you know, and grateful. To be honest, the fact that you guys both deal with comedy which has got me through this whole lockdown because I went through watching a lot of comedy things I don't want to watch anything serious apart from what I had to watch mm. here comedy so I mean being comedic selves yourselves what, what what have been your kind of stress reliefs during this mad time oh, weirdly I'm not because I'm obviously like writing comedy all day or talking comedy all day I go on the other side I either watch reality television like Married at First Sight Australia, or I watch serial killer documentaries. I can't. So, it's just, you know. What is this? And somebody's on Sky. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I'm what sorry. Do you know what it is? I tried to do that quietly, yeah? But my hands were bare dry. I, did that, so I had to go and wash, I had to go grease my hands. My apologies. No, no it's okay, because actually, I, I hate when my hands are dry, and it feels actually restrictive. So I'll allow yeah, you. Yeah, man. Thank you. 
those of you listening, mid-conversation, Samson just decides to get up and go um, no. <laughs> and not listen to his colleagues' answers. And I know, so I, sorry. I, 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 but do you know what? I was judging his dry hands. That's what I was Yeah, Nathan wouldn't want me to have dry hands. I wouldn't want so to go down like that. I want them back, you know. I wanted to come back to you, Nathan, because you said married, dated, dated what? Why is everyone watching this freaking show? What is going on? Um, what is it? it? Married at First Sight Australia because it's um oh, because it's just high class art. Um, it, it depends <laughs> on the cinema. It has scope. <laughs> it has texture. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I need escapism, and then I get to judge people. Which I like. <laughs> uh, okay. You're agreeing, Sam. So when you're escaping the hardships of the day, you're also watching Married at First Sight, yeah? No, I have watched that though. I've watched that show is mad. Um, what do I do? I play PlayStation, man. I've been playing FIFA with the boys. Cause you know, like all the the whole lockdown, like all the man them just kind of had to come together and just start uh, uh, there's this thing called pro clubs where we all play together against different teams and and then in, in that, we, we talk and we check on each other, we bust joke. So sort of kind of chilling without being able to be around each other. That helps, I suppose. How did you two meet? I didn't know you, I didn't know you, my two little babies were friends. I didn't know this happened. Yeah, where did we meet? We met before we met. Yeah, yeah, we've crossed paths lots of times. Like, I just, I don't know where like the main one was. But maybe set in the house, maybe. Yeah, uh, look, now you're going to make us look mad boozy on... Um, oh, I don't have a membership. Singer. You do, big man. Wow. <laughs> I mean... Everyone's buying everyone £20 shots of tequila, you know? Absolutely untrue. <laughs> First of all, yeah, that's very, very boozy, being a Soho House <laughs> member and all that type of stuff. Samson, how did you feel when you got your Soho House membership? I don't know. It wasn't even that big, even that big man. Come on, man. You know me, man. That's <laughs> chill. It's not... It's local, man. I don't really, I don't really care about anything there, man. <laughs> I was just glad to get to bring all the mandem in and that swimming pool that I've never been in. I can't which swim. Your, which is your local? Uh, Shoreditch. I was trying to hope, hope that you'd be gassed like I was gassed when I got mine. Literally, I felt like, oh my god, I've arrived. I've actually. Where done are you? Work. West London, man. Because I'm West I don't, even have, right one. I don't even have one. So you even how? Have you have you applied? No, no. I want someone to just give me one. Okay. He wants it for free, so you look at him. That's how bougie he is. Okay, that's fine. We'll, we'll get there. You'll get there. You'll get there. You'll get there. So you gotta know how you don't. You, you don't know how you guys met. You don't remember, but you met, and it was kismet. What is it about each other's person? Nathan, tell me about Sam, and Sam, tell me about Nathan. Hey, I think Sam, and you only have to look at his CV. I, I would go to say he's a comedy genius. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, he bless has you, a bro. range of shows. He can. Like Famalam, you can see his range of incredible characters that he can pull out, each feeling distinctive. He's honest and true. And like, if you look at Slice, that's another whole show he's created. Like, and what I love about Sam is that he can do the characters, but then he also understands what creating a show is. He's doing kind of a Shonda Rhimes. He's got a couple of shows. He's <laughs> and most importantly, he's lovely. He is lovely. Ah, uh, bless you, bro. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, Nathan has an afro. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. <laughs> now, do you know what it is? I feel like he's got a very positive energy. Like, it's one of them energies where, aside from all the talent, I'm just talking about Nathan, the human being. It's that, you know, if there's a problem, he looks at it as, you know, something we can fix. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't worry about this at least we get to do this there were so many times when we were filming 
where it became difficult. And Nathan, and I'd be all moody and just, you know, cold and moody. And then Nathan would come up and be like, bro, look at what we're doing. Do you know what I mean? And I'll just be like, "Raw, why am I being such an idiot? And my man's coming with such a lovely kind of energy. And, you know, to be able to bring someone on board to co-create that, you know, you can just leave the room and leave the whole thing in their hands and trust that they're going to bring the authenticity and, you know, bring the culture to life is really telling. Like, you can't really, especially as a black man, like, do you know what I mean? Like, there was times where I was a bit nervous, like, do I need to be in the room? Do I need to be? But then you realise that Nathan knows what he's doing. Nathan's one of us and he understands us. And it was really nice to be able to, um, to co-create this thing with him because, you know, we just believed in each other's source, man. And, yeah, and sometimes, that's, like sometimes that's all you need. You know what I mean? That's what you need. <laughs> you do, you guys don't move in the same circles, do you? Necessarily. Like, well, um, we have recently, though. Like, a few of, a few oh, of our friends are well, quite close, yeah. I was going to say that sometimes even if you're not in from the same space as well, it gives you that you come at it from you come together from different perspectives and then you can go away to your respective corners and not over infiltrate each other. Some, sometimes yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that. we definitely have that relationship where we've got like a few mutual friends and then when yeah, we all yeah. love this love, mm. you know what I mean? And I'm not in his pro teams because I can't play FIFA like that. But <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. for the invite, Samson. <laughs> <laughs> Get your solo house membership first, brother. My solo house oh, membership is your solo house membership. <laughs> it's yours, it's yours. Wow. <laughs> well, so, so then, how did you guys come up with, so who had the idea and how does it become a co-creation? Like you both sit and say, bloods, 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 bloods. And then how does it all come together? Before I started acting, I was actually going to be a paramedic. I went to the job centre. And at the job centre, they had these, you know, when you go to the job centre, you get your £90 every whatever week. Mm-hmm. And they say um, you have to apply for at least three jobs or something. So one of them was ambulance support driver. And I just thought to myself, oh, that's not so right. Well, I can just drive the ambulances and drive the paramedics. And through that, you could train to be a paramedic. Mm-hmm. That's what you could do back in the day. I think they've changed it now. So I applied for that. But then, you know, the acting came in and took over and I kind of, put that on the back burner so I had a conversation with at Rough Cut with Seb Barwell our producer about creating something and I kind of came up with that idea that well look this is what I was going to do a a while back it would be nice to kind of explore this journey and obviously I hadn't had a lot of experience writing you know I'd done mostly acting and slice we've just been writing slice at the time and I knew that to do something like this, I needed someone to help with a mind to help me create it, to be able to bring this world to life with me, you know? And that's when Seb mentioned Nathan and it was just like, yeah, 100%, let's go. And then Nathan came in and um, we literally just started bouncing ideas off each other and it was just like, yeah, it's a wrap. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was really nice to have someone that you can understand and understands you. And then the world of Bloods was born. Yeah, <laughs> How did it work for you, Nathan, being like, okay, yeah, Samson's a guy, this is a great idea. Yeah, Seb obviously brought me in and we were making a Sky Art short, so that was the first objective, is to make like a 10-minute pilot. So Sam and I was writing that together, and obviously the world in that pilot is quite small, because it has to be. But we had Jane Horrocks, who obviously is a legend and a hilarious. Yeah, man. Can you pause for a second? First of all, have you, did you lot say who Seb is? Seb's our producer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Seb Bowa, our producer, yeah. Cool. Second of all, why does it have to be small? For the people that don't know about this craft, 
Why did it have to be a small world? I think just initially, like with short films generally or short, you know, content, you don't want to spend 10 minutes introducing 10 characters and going all over the place. You want to spend and focus that 10 minutes on two protagonists with a really quick journey. And we want to get to the point quick. So we just really focused that Sky Art short on Malik and Wendy, Jane and Samson. And it was, it was, a joy to film and write with Sam and it was just a joy. It was amazing. And plus, plus there's no money. (laughs) If you you take too long, if you take too long with a short, you lose your money. There's only so much you can spend. Yeah, yeah. So in this time, in this climate where, okay, all black stories matter now, how did this opportunity come to you guys? Is it because you are now big, bad and bougie and have all these accolades behind you or what? I mean, I think, I mean, well, I, I know definitely that Samson is super exciting and amazing and brilliant. He's only got BAFTA nom or win. I don't even know. Yeah, I've many of them. If he punched to the left, he's got uh, an award. Stop it, it, man. <laughs> what is stop it? Um, but, but no, but like, obviously Sky have been really supportive from the jump. Um, Talusha, our commissioner, and John, our commissioner, from the absolute jump have, has been supporting the project. And remember, there's loads of characters in this story who are a black white asian it's a like a diverse world like the london paramedic force and for me it's like my main incentive in doing this show because i'm not gonna lie i wasn't really too excited at one point because i didn't want it to feel like one of those you know regular shows where this is a guy that comes from a certain place and we don't focus on his background his culture mm. so i kind of wanted to make sure that this show was centered around you know southeast london so much so that i was like we have to, we have to film in southeast london we have to incorporate southeast london into the show we need to infuse it with south and be unapologetically south london mm. um because otherwise i didn't feel like it would have been believable and so coming from that background i really wanted to showcase you know two people from different walks of life in malik and wendy coming together and finding unfamiliar similarities within themselves you know which I thought was really nice to see it's it's kind of shows that no matter where you're from no matter what region you're from you can be educated about a place that you don't know of it's also to to touch on you know not judging a book by its cover you know you see a, a guy like Malik on a daily basis you assume that he's whatever but you don't realize that once you have a dialogue with a person, you get to find out the real truth and find out that they're as human as you, you know? So he's a hero. Really nice well. like, mm. He's a hero. Paramedics are heroes. They save us. They save lives. Yeah. yeah. So Malik is a hero, and that's something I really love. What I love, what's the first episode? What I really liked was I laughed because, you know, that's important. That's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for getting that. <laughs> But also, it, I really did see the fact that you're trying to bring this character to life and normalise him against Jane Horrocks character, Wendy, just so that you've got this juxtaposition between these two different worlds and she's trying to pick it up and he's unapologetically who he is. Yeah, I can see the importance of that and I can hear, maybe because I know you, Nathan, a bit, like I, I can hear your humour, I can see Samson's humour and I mm. understand and I love the fact that it's, it is a multicultural world without 
compromise because I think in this wave of okay we're going to have a black story but it must be either an isolated black person or there's just you know they're just surrounded by white people and they have no interest in anything to do with black culture they just happen mm. to be in this world I love that this is a lot more true how much creative control do you have because yes you created it and then you're in the room because I've, I've had a few people ask for advice and I'm like I don't know I ain't put nothing on tv but it is that whole process of ownership creative ownership and being in the rooms where actually people could potentially water down your content water down your ideas and where the push and pull of compromises i'm not even just saying this because if it wasn't this i just wouldn't answer the question i would bait them up if it wasn't this <laughs> <laughs> but rough cut and the team they are they are so used to working with new writers that they really did give us creative freedom like okay. it was like we want you guys to infuse this show so sh mm. so do it and we will lift that up and I never felt at any times like we had to compromise anything or, I don't know, did you? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, I was so black on this show. I remember John uh, Montague at Sky, I remember he was, he said that, look, this is a world that you know, and only you can understand his walk better than, than anyone can tell you. Mm -hmm. So me, you know, me and Nathan, if there were things that we were like, nah, yeah, people don't do that or nah this is too much or this is da, 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 da. It, it just had to go because at the end of the day it's our show you yeah. know we're working with you know with some amazing people who bring some amazing ideas and we also had Paul Doolan who was one of the writers yeah. who came in and gave it some fresh air and you know um, scope and with and developed all the other characters but ultimately if me and Nathan ain't feeling it it don't run yeah and you have to appreciate you know, Talisha and, and Ash and Seb, because they understood that, you know, there'll be times where Seb will say like a joke and I'd cuss him about it. I'd be like, what, what? <laughs> but he'll take it because he knows that, all right, yeah, sorry, all right. It's not my world, mm -hmm. you know? And the more that you appreciate that this isn't your world, but you appreciate the world, the better it is to create something amazing. If, if you're a producer that's, you know, a white producer that doesn't understand where these people are coming from, but think you do and try and force that agenda then it's never going to come out in the way that you want it to come out so yeah you gotta i gotta take my hat off to them and yeah they're, great. they're them. great it's also a testament to you guys journey and what you've been through which rooms you've been in which doors have been closed in your face because mm. a lot of us i say us in general like aren't don't aren't confident in the room because we are scared that okay if i'm a bit too black or a bit too political i'm gonna get kicked out and not and you know seeing as difficult and stuff like that yeah what has been the moment in your career thus far that has reinforced that you know what even if the door is shut in my face twenty thousand times i'm all right with being who i am and i'm all right to not compromise in a way that will make me regret life afterwards the one thing from the jump for me is that i can always make my own work so whatever happens like let's say whatever whatever i i started making web series short films Obviously, I'm loving where I'm going and I'm loving working with Scott and I'm loving working with Rough Cut and I want that relationship to go on forever. But I'm an artist, so at the end of the day, I'm, no one can take that from me. No one will ever take that from me. I will always tell the stories I want. And as you know, I make my own work. So, and I'm, I'm, I mean, even though I'm doing a Sky One series and some other bits, like, mm. I'm still writing a short film and I'm going to shoot it with the money yeah. that me for my, <laughs> for my thing because you just... You're an artist, you have to do what you need to do. My thing was like, I remember I was chatting to Daniel Lawrence Taylor when Daniel was doing Time Wasters. I was there a lot of the process. I was in one of the writer's rooms, I was 
I was watching him incorporate his vision and his source into this thing. And I just thought it was amazing that he, he remained himself. He never changed his method to suit anyone else's agenda. And I thought that was so inspiring. And it was almost like a, even with Michaela and mm. the stuff that she does, she's so herself and she's so honest and, and sticks to what she knows and her own truths that I just thought to myself, why do I have to put on this face to impress whoever, you know, like, and over the last couple of years, I've kind of learned a lot about myself and realized that I can be 100% me without having to make someone else feel comfortable. It's not my job. If, if you're not comfortable around me, that's your problem. That's not my job. My job is to create art, to create work and to be 100% myself in whatever I do. And I feel like that, it stemmed from watching Daniel really carry himself in a certain way on Time Wasters, which I thought was really cool. That's amazing. I love that show. Getting it onto a broad, a mainstream platform mm. channel, especially mm. a channel that you know don't necessarily would you don't necessarily assume would be receptive to a black story. Something like ITV, you don't. You just don't think that mm. there. So that that was Daniel's inspiring. And I was going to say, who are you guys modeling yourself on? Not to say that okay, you're copying, you know, toe for toe, row for row. But it's more like we don't have necessarily the British black mogul role models over here. We might have actors and creatives individuals, mm. but actually like business moguls I feel like a bunch of you guys are starting to turn yourselves into these things these this title this mogul this entrepreneurial just business people that are really taking the business by the balls and the tits who are you mm. who are you modeling your steps on if if anyone definitely Samson if you look what he's doing it's incredible wow. what Lenny's doing is amazing he's got Douglas Road that's making big tv shows Ash who runs Rough Cut, like he's done some of the most successful TV shows of all time. And like Shonda Rhimes is just one of my biggest ones. I love hearing her talk. I love Michaela Cole, like there's so many mm. London views. There's so many incredible black creators or diverse creators who have laid such a brilliant footing for us all. Pat Young as well, like there's loads, there's loads, there's loads. Yeah, I feel like, I, yeah, I echo that man. I feel like we're becoming our own moguls. Do you know mm. what I mean? I feel like my friends, are becoming our own heroes. We're becoming the people that we wanted to aspire to be. And like watching, you know, people create their own work and starting their own companies and taking, like you said, the ball and whatever, and just rolling with it and just going for it. Because I mean, you can you can look at like the Jordan Pills and the Shonda Rhimes and everyone like that, you know, but the thing for me that inspires me is that the people next to me are really doing it. Mm -hmm. So that when I'm seeing Dan and John winning Golden Globes, it's insane. When I'm seeing them with their own companies and creating their own productions, it's mad. Like, do you know what I mean? And it, and it just, it kind of gasses you up because you look at that and you go, right, these are people that I know. These are people that are next door to me. These are people that I chill with. And these men are owning companies. It's like, those are the people that are inspiring me yeah. because they're making me feel like, why are you not doing it? And they're actively telling me, yo, you need to do this. Why are we not doing this? Why do we have to, look at them and go, oh, I want to be a part of your team. Why can't we be the team? You know, so it's really nice to have your own peers that become your favourite actors and your, and, and your inspiration. Both of you, yeah, really get on my nerves a little bit because... John... question starts. <laughs> John, Ash, Lenny, Dan, 
you know, chaos, whatever the case. Like, all these <laughs> one name, nicknames, all these people that... You see, Aquia, Aquia's going on like she don't have all of these people's numbers, you know? I know, She's I know. All of their numbers. I literally She's don't have anyone's numbers. Why are you lying yeah. to us? Stop, stop it. <laughs> Wait, stop it. Donald Trump and Damson interested the other day. What do you mean? I, I don't have a number though. I literally, I'm like this, um, I'm the auntie. I don't have any anyone's number. I'm just well, saying. <laughs> anyway, about you, back to you guys. You lot and all your industry friends, but I, I like what you lot are saying about the fact that there's an industry blossoming and it's friendships, it's collaboration. And there's, I think the removal of this fear that mm. there can't be more than one and there has to be only one black in the room, especially because this country has colonized us in such a way where we're like, we can't, if I'm, if there's more blacks, we're just not gonna get them, we're not gonna be able to yeah, eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you feel that? Cause I, I do think you guys generation not to patronize because I think mine, the bit before they were more isolated. And I, I really do feel that this, mm. you guys are just changing the narrative a bit more. And do you feel that? Do you feel like you guys are like strength in numbers right now? Yeah, I feel like, I feel, I think it's amazing because, okay, look at Bloods now. We've got me and Nathan there and, and then our friends that come in, we've got KG, yes. we've got Kyle, we've Nicole. got Nicole Lecky. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We've got so many, we've got Ty, we've got, you know what I mean? We've got so many um, um, people that are around us that are doing their own thing and it doesn't feel as if, you know, oh no, do you know what I mean? It doesn't feel like we're blocked in. So. I just think that fair needs to, you know, these are talented people, you know, and we want to work with talented people. And it's just as simple as that. And it's so good to see that the people that we're working with are also creating their own shows. Yeah, it's a blessing and long may it continue. Give me some favourite scenes or moments on set for Bloods. Uh, there's so many. I'm biased, but I'm, there are so many. One of my favourites is, it's not a spoiler, in episode two, there's an air ambulance scene and watching Samson go up there. I won't say what he does, but <laughs> it made me like tears in my eyes. It's hilarious. It's yes, man. What else? What other big moments that I love? This I like when I like when Kyle, I remember there was um we were shooting a scene with Kyle and um it was like a rain it was like raining. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's the first it's the first scene in the in the show and I remember they Kyle wasn't ready in it for the because they had like a rain machine. Yeah. Kyle wasn't ready and then next me just goes all right get ready Shum, and it's licked Kyle in the head and I'm just standing there, bare dry. And then they're like, oh, that was an accident. And then we had to redo it. And we got mad wet on that day. It was hilarious. He was fuming. <laughs> I love that. There's just loads of other great ones. Like there's a bike patrol episode. Yeah. Sam's on the whole episode. Like, cause obviously bike patrol is part of the London ambulance. And it, mm. it's, there's so many fun. I have got free food once, you know, Quill. I was getting, I was, was doing a scene outside, yeah? And I was wearing um, the costume. So I've walked to the shop, because I wanted to get a juice. I walked to the shop now, and this man just comes out, he's the guy that worked in there. He was like, hey, brother. I was like, yeah, you're right, boss. He's like, yeah, yeah, man, I like you. Yeah, thank you. I'm like, huh? Then I was, I was like, how much is this? He's like, what? No, you don't pay. You do not pay. You don't pay. I'm thinking, oh, shit, I've got the kit on. I forgot, I'm not even wearing a jacket. He was like, no, you don't pay. You want chocolate? You take chocolate. <laughs> Bro. Samson, did you take the chocolate? I took bare chocolate, blood. Oh, what he came mean? back to set. He came back to, came set. Back to oh, set. I went to the shop. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I got bare chocolate. It, it wasn't worth explaining. It would have taken more time explaining that I was in costume than it would have just said, take the chocolate and say thank you. 
and I shared it out, innit? So I shared it out, you know? So everyone got to eat, you know? <laughs> I mean, okay, I can't... Listen, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm method, so I had to be me. That's to be you, I get it. Mm. So, okay, they're forcing us to stop talking, and I want to keep talking, but we cannot keep oh, talking. Oh, man. So, okay, lots of other things to say, but whatever, we'll do this again. Yeah. Final things, where can... Mm, let me think what I want to say. First of all, when can people watch Bloods? And where? Second of all, what what have you guys got coming up next? Damn it, I've got other questions. But yes, what have you got? They can wait. They can wait, bruv. Um, so Bloods is we were it's coming out soon. We haven't got a, a, a we do, we do, fifth of May. Fifth of May. Is it fifth of May? Is that yeah, is that guaranteed? Fifth of May. Fifth of May. Oh, fifth of May. Fifth of May. Now TV. Fifth of May, Sky One, Now TV. That's yeah. it. Um now. and yeah, and I'm looking forward to people watching it, man. I'm excited. I am so excited. I'm just like... Oh. I know. And what's happening next for you guys after this? Um, oh, I'm that's another up. conversation. Oh, see what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I can't say. Stuff's in the pipeline. <laughs> no, I can, I, I'll tell you, I'm, my debut features are going to be announced soon. The what, what? Sorry? A debut feature film. So, announced soon. Give it a couple weeks. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I, do, I mean, um, I mean, I tell you what I can say. I'm in uh, a film called Boxing Day, directed by Amelamine. Yeah, we love um, it. With an array of stars, so that's that's what I'm allowed to say right now. I didn't know you were in that, and that's like full circle from drinks, drugs, and kids. And you know what's mad? The day we filmed, the day we started filming, was the tenth year anniversary of Drink, Drugs, and KFC to the oh. day. I'm not wow. crazy, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. So yeah, now we're doing features. Mad. I gotta go because that's how it happens around here. We will talk. Love. Yo, Appreciate yo. you. Random messages as usual. Yes. <laughs> Big love. Bless Thank you, man. You as well. Thank you, sweetie pies. Good Take to care. see you, my love.